Broadcasting live from the North Fulton Business Radio X studio, it's time for To Your Health with Dr. Jim Morrow. To Your Health is brought to you by Morrow Family Medicine, an award-winning primary care practice, which brings the care back to health care. Hello, and thank you for joining us for this episode of To Your Health. I appreciate your time very much, and I promise to be a a good steward of your time and make this hopefully feel like it was time well spent. I think it will be. I am here once again in my coming office in my office studio, which is getting blinged out a little bit more and more every month. It seems like, and John Ray, my producer is there in his very fancy studio at Renaissance bank and Alpharetta, Georgia and Wynwood Parkway. John, how are you? I'm doing great, but I, I have a feeling that you're you're more tricked out in your studio than you'd like people to think. So you've got it blurred where I can't see what's back there. And I don't think you're hiding a mess. I think you're hiding your latest toys, and you don't want me to make fun of you. Peggy's Christmas presents are back there on the shelf. Oh, me, okay. I I to, <laughs> okay. I have to keep that blurred out for okay. another couple of weeks. Okay, yeah. let's keep that, yeah. keep that on the down Absolutely. low. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I am here at what is now Village Medical in Cumming, Georgia. We have offices in Cumming and Milton, and we are, as we've said for the last 10 and a half years, bringing care back to health care, and I think we're still doing that even more so as a part of Village Medical. Uh, I'm excited today to talk about something that, <laughs> that I very frankly learned about about a week ago, and uh, I was completely ignorant of it, as I am a lot of things in this realm. But uh, later on in a few minutes, we're going to talk about this Delta-8 uh, THC that you might have heard about, and it's uh, it's something that I think is a, has a lot of potential to be a huge problem, and I think people need to be aware of it. And I, I know I need to, so I'm glad to be able to do a little research and to uh, to bring it to you. Uh, so as I usually have on my podcast in the last year and a half or almost two now, is doing a little bit of a COVID nineteen update. And uh, I talked last time a little bit about vaccine boosters, and I want to say again something about the vaccine vaccine booster, and that is get a booster. For the love of Pete, if you needed a COVID vaccine in the beginning, you need a booster because you got the vaccine because you wanted to be immune, and you're not going to stay immune without a booster, so get yourself a booster. If you had Pfizer or Moderna, get out there six or so months afterwards. If you had J&J, you can get it as early as two months afterwards. But talk to your doctor, <clears throat> talk to your pharmacist, wherever you're getting your vaccine, and get a booster because you need to stay immune and you need to keep your health up and you need to be careful and you need to have a great Thanksgiving around family and that's going to be tricky. So do that. You need a booster. So about a week ago, I saw a friend of mine and she told me that she had tried this Delta 8 and I tried to look knowledgeable. And she went on to tell me that her son had brought it to her and she had tried it and she found that it gave her a high. And I said, well, that's, that doesn't really make any sense because you can't buy items with THC, the psychoactive element in marijuana in Georgia. So that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'm not sure what you were getting high off of, but I thought I ought to do some research and I did. And it turns out she was absolutely right. There is this product called Delta-8, which is Delta-8-THC. I'm going to call it that because I'm not going to try to say tetrahydrocannabinol every day or cannabinol every day or every time because that will drive us all crazy. So Delta-8-THC is one of the psychoactive substances that's found in the cannabis sativa plant 
of which marijuana and hemp are two varieties. So they're both part of the same genus, and they're just slightly different varieties. And Delta-8 is one of the over 100 different cannabinoids that are produced naturally by the marijuana plant or the hemp plant, cannabis plant. It is not found in significant quantities in marijuana. So most of the concentrated Delta-8 that you'll see are coming from hemp plants and not marijuana. It's actually, they take hemp and they derive the, the CBD from hemp, and then they work on that and they end up with this Delta-8 THC. So it's, I think it's important for anyone who's considering doing this or anyone who knows anyone who's considering doing this, it's important to understand that these, this product has not been evaluated or approved by the FDA for safe use in any setting. Okay, the FDA has not said this is a good idea. I wouldn't look for them to say it's a good idea because it's not a good idea. And I don't think you can look for that to happen. These, these things are going to be marketed in all kinds of ways that, in my opinion, put public health at risk. And you need, if you have them around, you need to be especially sure that you're keeping these things out of the risk of children and pets. That's something to think about. I got two golden doodles, and you'd think they were high all the time, but I don't want them getting into something like this because I don't know what in the world might happen to them. I'm not going to take that chance. So the FDA is aware of all the growing concerns around Delta-8 because these things are now being sold not only in, in stores and vape shops and convenience stores and gas stations and such, but you can buy it online too. And you can buy it online and send it across state lines because it's not illegal. Some concerns that people have include things like product veritability. If you look at the way the FDA controls pharmaceutical drugs, there's next to no variability in the level of the drug, the, the cleanness and the, the quality of the drug. But with these things, there's, there's no guarantees. There's no promise made even that these things are going to be stable and each dose is going to be the same as the last. They have terpene in them. And if you don't know what that is, I encourage you to look that up because you're not going to want that in you. And some of these products are just labeled hemp products but they still have this Delta-8-THC, which has the ability to affect you uh, mentally. And I think that's important. So the FDA is concerned by the proliferation of these products, which, as you can imagine, if they're available online and every convenience store you run across, they're going to proliferate something crazy, even though there's not been enough research done on these things to show that they are safe. So if you see somebody that's selling something that's an unapproved product like this, and they're making claims, then they're violating federal law. And if you think about it, when you see these commercials on TV for, well, I guess I was talking about things like this in the supplement podcast last time, things that are not guaranteed or really proved to fix a certain problem, then you might find that they'll say, this has not been approved to treat diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. And these are the same way. And, and this is really out here for the pure sole purpose of someone trying to get high. And in the process, you're getting an awful lot of stuff in your system 
that you really don't need. And you do not have any way whatsoever to predict how you're going to react to this kind of thing. It's not like getting 10 milligrams of Valium and understanding how you're going to react to that. Because in this case, if you compare it to Valium, you might get 10 milligrams once and 20 once and two once and 18 and 12, and you just never know. So it's, it's not a very clean drug, and we don't know what else is all in it, which is very important also. The FDA has already received adverse event reports involving Delta-8 going back through December of last year, and they've collected them all the way through July of this year. These reports have come from consumers. They've come from people in law enforcement. They've come from the medical community. And they described specifically 22 patients who consumed Delta-8. And of those 22, 14 ended up in the hospital or the emergency room. 19 had adverse events after ingesting THC, which might have been in uh, brownies or gummies. And some of these problems included vomiting and hallucinations and trouble standing up and even loss of consciousness. So this is, this is something that is not to be taken lightly. The National Poison Control Center, everybody knows what that is. That's 600, over 600 cases of Delta-8 trouble, THC product trouble, between January of 18 and July of 21. So if you want to, you can say, well, that's what's that, a year and a half, and they only had 600 cases. Well, that's 600 too many, I do believe. And of those cases, 41% involved unintentional exposure to Delta-8. And that goes back to keeping it away from children and pets and so forth. 77% of them, of the unintentional exposures, were pediatric patients less than 18 years old. And that's unintentional because I know you're thinking, well, a 16-year-old might do it intentionally. Not counting that. It's unintentional, less than 18 So this is a problem. 18% of these cases required hospitalization, and some of them in the ICU. Now, Delta-8, like regular marijuana and THC, has psychoactive and intoxicating effects. So don't let anybody hand you one of these things and say, oh, there's nothing to it, because it's not necessarily the case. It can have an impact on you. It's very similar to Delta-9, which is the component in marijuana that actually makes people high. So Delta-8 is a very low strength, if you will, of that. And Delta-9 is the actual thing that makes you high in marijuana. And the FDA is aware of media reports of people using Delta-8 and saying that they got high. And like I said, my friend said the same thing, that she felt like she was. If you look at what can happen here, the the problem is that using Delta-8 can end up exposing consumers to much higher levels of the substance than are really naturally occurring in the hemp raw products because they're concentrating the stuff down. They're taking it and they're making something out of it that it wouldn't naturally be. And so if you are seeing this, if you're offered this, if you know someone that is, that's something you might tell them because people need to understand this. And I can promise you, this is not on the labeling. There's nothing about this on the packaging. All it says is something very simple. I hadn't seen it, but I'm sure all it says is something very simple, like, you know, try this and 
we all been 15, 16, 18 years old, and a lot of us wanted to try that. Not a good idea. The Delta 8 THC products often involve, in the making of the products, involve using potentially harmful chemicals to get that process done. And then the natural amount, like I mentioned, of Delta 8 in hemp is very low. So they use other chemicals to convert other cannabinoids in hemp, like CBD, into this Delta-8. It's a synthetic conversion. And you'll hear people refer to this sometimes as synthetic marijuana. And it's not that, but that's what they'll call it. And that gets the point across because it is synthetic in a large way. So some manufacturers use potentially or truly unsafe household chemicals to make these products. And I can just see right now them using ammonia and bleach and Lord knows what else to make these products. And so if you want to be safe, if you want to be smart, this is something you'll just stay away from. It's just not a good idea at all. Manufacturing of these products is not controlled in any way and is happening in unsanitary, unclean, unscientific conditions all over. And as people continue to buy this stuff, more and more people are going to make it. And as they do, this is going to be a bigger and bigger problem. So I, I hope that some of this rings true and will will let people know that this is not a good idea. Now, the the part about children and pets, that's not something to to take lightly or to play down at all. And I'm not doing that. I hope you understand that. But the manufacturers are packaging and labeling these products in ways that appeal to children, which is not a hard thing to do. And we're not talking about eight-year-olds. We're talking about kids that are able to walk into a convenience store on their own and buy something like this. Some of them I mentioned are gummies and, and, and other things. There's chocolates and cookies and candies and all kinds of things. I love all of those things, but not with this stuff in it. And these things you can buy online. I mentioned you can get them at a variety of retailers online, a variety of retailers in your community and our community, certainly in every community might be a convenience store or a gas station, and there's no age limit on who can buy these things. And that's a little bit shocking. There's an age limit on just about everything anymore, it seems like, but there's no age limit on who can buy these things. And there have been numerous cases, like I mentioned, of poisoning due to these products, whether it's kids or pets or even adults. So the FDA has been trying to notify the public about Delta-8. There's been an, an uptick in these adverse event reports, you know, more and more happening, and that's because they're selling more and more. I can just imagine as kids use this, they tell their friends at school, and it just snowballs, I'm sure, and that's something that's not good. And the marketing appeals to children, like I mentioned. There are concerns about contamination in the manufacturing and the FDA gets into a lot of things along these lines. That's one of the reasons that they've been able to get involved more with it. But when people start complaining, people start having adverse events, they start investigating and finding that there are things in there that shouldn't be. This is why there is an FDA. You know, the Food and Drug Administration is responsible for that in medicines and foods, whether it's romaine lettuce or this kind of thing there's a problem there, they're going to let us know. And a lot of people don't like that kind of oversight. And I personally think without that kind of oversight, a lot of us would have died a long time ago. 
So I, I think it's a very good thing. Now, if you know someone who's had a problem with TH, with Delta-8 THC, you also can or they can report that adverse event, and I encourage you to do that. But first, if you think someone's having a problem with it or their health is in danger, call 911. Just call 911. I tell somebody in the office every day that nobody ever regretted calling 911. But a lot of people regret not calling them, so your best bets, if you're concerned, Call 911. Have somebody check this person out. You can go to the emergency room. I don't recommend you do that because if they're having a problem and you're trying to drive them and they get worse in the car, you're paying attention to them, you're having a wreck, now you're both going to the ER. Call 911. That's always your best bet. If you're a healthcare professional, you know, I encourage you to report complaints about this kind of thing to the FDA's safety information system. They have a safety information and adverse event reporting system. And we'll give you the phone number for that because I think it's important that people have a way to, to know who to call on. Cause I, I think there's somebody that's going to listen to this podcast that has a friend or a loved one or, or, or a child who's had a problem with this. So if you do have an adverse event, you can call 1-800-332-1088 and let them know what the problem is. So there will always be something new coming down the pike like this. There always will be. And the next thing will be heaven only knows what. But right now, this is making a a big push into our children and our families. And so I I think it's a, a bad idea. I think it's something that we just don't know anything about right now. And so I encourage you to have a very stay away sort of attitude about something like this. I think that's smart and I hope people will. And I hope this helps to educate people a little bit about it. If you have concerns about it, you know, do a little research, ask your family doctor. If we are your family doctor at village medical and coming in Milton, Georgia, come ask us. And we're not going to know a lot of the answers because nobody does right now, but we can get some answers. We have contacts in the DEA and the FDA and we can try to help you figure it out. But if you have a problem or a concern, ask for help, please. And John, that's what I got on Delta 8 THC today. Well, when I first uh, saw your show notes you passed over, I thought we were talking about the Delta variant before I read it. And um, I'm glad you cleared all this up because I can see how folks might get confused when they don't, uh, like I did at the moment, uh, read through and see what was going on. I mentioned somebody this morning and they said, where are we flying to? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, so what I don't understand is I understand that it's, um, there's a little craftiness going on here with not having to get FDA approval. Um, but how is it that you can sell it in these States where cannabis is tightly regulated and the distribution is tightly regulated but yet this goes unregulated because what's regulated is Delta nine and mm. Delta nine. And, and there's a very minor chemical difference in the two and Delta nine THC is regulated and Delta eight THC, which again, mostly coming from hemp, which is very legal and used for a variety of things. Delta eight is not illegal. And again, the, the difference is, is huge as far as how much, uh, intoxication and so forth you can get from eight versus nine, but still it has the potential to be a problem. 
and, and it goes back to, to the vaping podcast that we did. All right. You know, in the, in the vape that people do, or you see them driving down the road and there's this huge cloud of smoke or it's not smoke, it's vapor coming out of their car window. And it, you know, it looks like the car is on fire and there's 60 different chemicals in that vape that we don't know anything about. Mm. And I, I think it's a lot like back in the fifties when people would go to the doctor and the doctor would say, you know, you ought to start smoking. It's good for your stress <laughs> because they didn't know. Right. And, and as everybody has learned with coronavirus, you can't know what you don't know. And so we're learning about this as well. But one of the things we're learning is there are a lot of things about this that can cause problems. And it's good to know what you're putting in your body. It always is. Now, along those lines, it's Thanksgiving week. And since it's Thanksgiving week, this week, I'm going to put in my body some turkey and some dressing and some macaroni and cheese and green bean casserole and sweet potato casserole and hopefully some rice and gravy because I'm the only one person in the family that likes it and some orange fluff that my mother used to make and Peg makes now and some other desserts, I'm sure. And I'll put too much of it in my body, and I hope everybody out there does. And I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. We appreciate you. So for now, that's to your health. 